0: Okay, I think we're going to try this. Let's start. (laughs) Okay, Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome back. New year. Same us, though. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Get Checkered. It's Caitlin. And Courtney. Yep. Shanika is actually, she's a little bogged down with, like, everything going on in life right now. So, work, and she's studying for a big exam. So, she just needed today off, and that's fine. (laughs) Yes. We all need Um, a break. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'll, um, Shanika is usually the one to say this, and hence why I missed <laughs> it already. But Get Checked It is part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown and community supported. So, Courtney, New Year, how are you? How was your holiday break?
1: Good. I'm finally good now. Um, I got COVID over the break, so I'm like definitely recovering. But it's taking a lot longer than I expected. Um, Lost my taste and smell. And that was the real telltale. I woke up one day on the 4th with like a scratchy throat. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. And then as the day progressed, I had the chills. And I was just so out of commission. And I was like, okay, you got COVID. We just have to...
0: Yeah. Did you, and did you like test formally? Do you know what kind of strain you had?
1: So in Ontario, at least it's impossible to get a PCR test. Oh yeah. Okay. You have to be, I called to get one. Um, cause my like 80 year old grandparents live with me. So I kind of like isolated myself in my room, but it, I would have been nice to know what strain I had. So, but the day I lost my taste and smell, I was like, okay, like <laughs> it's confirmed. I took a rapid test and it was positive. So, but I read Omicron, you don't lose your taste and smell. So I'm like, I probably had Delta.
0: <laughs> like the really bad one. Oh no.
1: <laughs> so, um, I tested that was the fourth is when I first woke up and I tested, did a rapid test on the sixth. Um, cause those are also hard to get. And then it's like right now, still it's, So draining. Like I have no energy. I'm out of breath, so easy. I walk like to get the mail up the street, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) gasping for air. Um, but we're on the up now. I feel a lot better. I'm not as congested, (laughs) which is good.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Did you get your like did you get smell and taste back?
1: Um, I can taste pineapple juice, and that's
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, very specific, very good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, drinking it one day, and I was like, it's back. And then I had dinner, and I was like, it's not
0: back. Nothing. Slowly but surely.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we're making our way. But other than that, Christmas is great. New Year's is great. How about you? Good,
0: good. Um, yeah, I got COVID, too. But no. I think I think I got the um Omicron screen. Yeah. So that it, was not fun.
1: Was it just, like, a bad cold, then?
0: It. it yeah, it was, like so I got it right over New Year's, so it's not fun. My New Year's, I spent it with my dad. I had moved everything out of my apartment in Calgary, um, except for, like, a few blankets, pillows on the floor, and, like, a TV so we could watch a Netflix show. Um, We watched Don't Look Up, which is not, like, I I don't want to spoil it, but it's not, like, a happy ending, (laughs) so (laughs) um, that's what we did on New Year's, and I was having, like, pretty bad coughing fits on the 31st, like, I didn't know if I was gonna bar for like not even get enough oxygen in. So the coffee fits were the worst for me. Um, and then like the back pain, I like couldn't even watch the movie. I was just like hunched over. But we did have Prosecco for New Year's. My dad was <laughs> drinking it out of like an old milk carton because right, like I moved everything out of this place. So no cups. So he's drinking it out of an old like milk carton. And my roommate left a Pedialyte in the fridge. So we like dumped that out and I put my Prosecco in there. <laughs> nice I
1: love that yeah
0: it was it was quite an um, interesting new year's but, <laughs> um yeah I was better after like five six days yeah that's good and, yeah I got like it was me um, I didn't get formal tests either and I don't know what stream but like I had night sweats um really bad cough but I didn't get a fever I got a headache I just took apple for that though so
1: yeah oh well <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to get it at some point now.
0: I think I like, I think that is the trend. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't awful, but still not enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And I feel like because at least I haven't been sick in the last two years, it like knocked me
0: out. And mm-hmm. like, like, what do you do when you're sick? We haven't been sick in so long.
1: Exactly. And I literally was just like on my bed and I was like, okay, girl, you need to oh, figure it out.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh God! Well, okay. At least you got it done, and like, it's not going to affect watching any races this year. <laughs> I know that's in and, the best.
1: Like in <sighs> Ontario's basically back in lockdown, and so is Quebec. And I'm like, June. I'm like crossing my fingers, praying oh, yeah. for the um, Montreal yeah. GP, right? Yeah, I have tickets, so I'm like, if it gets canceled, I'm going to cry.
0: Yeah. For I'm um <laughs> Shanika put in one of her race predictions that like she thinks one of the races is gonna be um rained out, but like we don't think anything else is gonna be canceled from COVID, and that's the hope. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess. That's right. Crazy.
1: What race was rained out this year? Yeah, spa. spa. Spa classic.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> what a race.
1: For <laughs> oh. <Poor> fans.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like Shanika and I mentioned um last episode like they didn't get reimbursed now like they're not paying them out so
1: i know well what race did they fill a spot with in november i forget what one it was but there was an empty race spot while spa was like happening and f1 filled it with a different track and everyone was like redo spa so those people can get the experience oh oh but nope, they filled it. Interesting. I what it, was. it was in November, though.
0: I don't I have, know. I, I don't know either. a long ago to me. That was a year
1: ago. <laughs> it literally last year. So. It was. It
0: was. Yeah. But oh yeah. well. Um. But yeah. Okay. So Courtney and Caitlin got COVID. <laughs> yeah, oh, we more. are better now.
1: Yeah, we're on the up. Yeah, it didn't knock our new year.
0: No, <laughs> no. Nope, nope. Only it'll only get better from here, right?
1: It's, yeah we started the year with COVID it's only going up and
0: actually like thinking about it it's like because we both know what it's like now and unless the drivers got a really mild case of it like I understand like for quarantining they would not have been allowed to race but like physically they would not have been any good at racing with COVID yeah.
1: and I this is so bad again but I forget what race it was but Lewis on the podium after a race and he looked
0: like he was going to pass out
1: yeah he said in the press conference after one of the journalists was like do you think you have like covid lungs and he was like yeah it hit his lungs so bad that it's like still affecting him oh no yep
0: good god yeah that would Uh, not be fun
1: (laughs) right and imagine like driving at 500 kilometers an hour with like (laughs) a bad one <laughs> like, Oh, oh my, God, my chest would implode
0: yeah I know that would not be okay it would no. not be okay um yeah, yeah that's kind of our live updates I guess then um we're gonna do a quick ad break but you guys we're gonna get back into things um Shaka and I gave our 2022 predictions we're gonna ask Courtney what hers are um and then there's been like a whole bunch of updates that have come out the past few weeks that we'll just discuss um so a quick ad break though for Rumi by atco is do you have cold drafts or flickering lights and where's that leak coming from if you've ever wondered what's really going on in your home Rumi's ask a home inspector service can help connect with a certified professional home inspector by video or phone well by a phone or video call and get your questions answered Rumi will let you know what's easily fixable with a little diy or when you might need to call in some professional help. So visit Rumi.ca. That is is R-U-M-I.ca, and book your Ask a Home Inspector appointment today. Fun, very good. I'm not in Alberta, but I wish they had that in BC.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, how was your move?
0: Oh, I guess, yeah, that's another life update. But yeah, I'm in Vancouver now. It's good. It was um, the Coca-Cola Highway next to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. is still being fixed um oh so for yeah anyone listening to the podcast that may not know this part of the like major coquitlam highway that's close to vancouver actually got like washed out and destroyed in a series of really bad flooding in the area and so like they're literally rebuilding the major thoroughfare highway <laughs> mm-hmm. um it's not open yet i heard like maybe june or as soon as march yeah like it was it was a lot of damage for a long stretch of that road so I ended up having to go like I could take the main Trans-Canada to like halfway through BC and I had Mm -hmm. to go down through like the Okanagan and Kelowna and then over from there and it's like they weren't the best roads (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um made it work the kiddies slept whenever it was like smooth road which is nice but whenever it was like compressed snow or it was just really bumpy they were just screaming the whole time
1: oh they're like mom what's going on I
0: know and I'm like I can't do anything about this I'm sorry so yeah it 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 should be an 11 hour drive from Calgary to Vancouver but all together it took about 15 so I stayed overnight in Kelowna yeah yeah that's good that's a long time (laughs) right I'm like to drive the same distance from Calgary to like somewhere in Saskatchewan or even Manitoba does not take that long because it's just a straight road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was something, but officially made it, made it and um, got my furniture all set up. I haven't really left the place that much because it's raining so much. Yeah. Apparently I just need to get you strained. So yeah, that's right. It's plus not, it was like minus 40 when I left Calgary and it's it's like plus seven here. What? Yeah. Right. I'm like, you guys don't even have winter.
1: Yeah. It's like, it feels like minus 34 in Ontario right now. I mm. you know. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss that. Yeah. And in the summer you'll be thriving.
0: Right. That's what they say. So I have faith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um okay we're going to get to our 2022 predictions now though so yep. um you know what I'm just going to reiterate quickly Shanika's and I's okay because we are going to hold each other all accountable and everyone that listens <laughs> to this podcast hold us accountable um and we'll see how these play <laughs> out but pretty much Shanika's 2022 predictions in a nutshell where she thought George was going to crack top five drivers um, she thought Checo would do about the same with Red Bull, but he won't get a contract into 2023. Um, she was ambitious. She said Ferrari first in the in the um, Constructors Championship. Um, their competitor McLaren will probably say fourth though. Um, she thinks Lando will get his first race win. Charles will get a race win. She says Alonso can get a race win. And then we talked about Sab and she's like, Sab will too. So everyone's going to get a race win in 2022. You get a win. You get win. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, and Pierre gets a win too. Of course, she's going to say Pierre though. So that should not be a surprise. Uh, she's like, Valtteri will not crack the top 10, the new seat in Alpha. Um, she will see, well, we will see the most improvements for the Haas team. Um, she does predict another rain out. Um, and she thinks like as a whole, like the teams, the FIA, the F1 community will um, have to do more to address more social issues. Yep. So um, she said title contenders, Max Lewis, and then Charles and Lando is the wild cards. Um, but she does think Lewis will win the eighth. Now, mine were very similar, <laughs> very, very similar. <laughs> but um, the differentiation, I would say, was Um, She's like, Checo might not keep his seat in 2023. My guess is Alex Albon will take that seat and it'll get announced in the summer break. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Vardy's going to get second in constructors' Championship. I think it's Danny Ricks last season with McLaren. I don't think he's going to get rings on that car this year, unfortunately. Um, Lando, I do think will get a win. So Charles, um, Carlos won't get a win, but he'll get seconds. Seb could get a win, I don't think Alonzo will Yuki's going to get a surprise P3 Mick will get into the points And more teams will come out with Sustainability strategies, I think we'll, we'll Win the 8 too, that's my hope Yep So yes, okay, with that in mind, Courtney For the teams, for the drivers, for everything What are your 2022 predictions?
1: Okay, so also very Similar along those lines My first Landa's going to get a win Yeah, very good <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it's in Russia. I hope he gets his redemption.
0: Oh, day. that would be nice. Yes. That would be
1: so nice. Okay. I think Lewis is gonna win the eighth title. Okay. Um and I do think he will retire after that. Yes, I think okay. I think it's getting in his head a lot now. Um just inconsistencies and everything. I think he's kind of like, get my eighth and I'm done
0: who do you okay i'm gonna to jump to 2023 who would take his spot
1: i honestly could see pierre interesting okay yeah pierre is the underdog that is starting to get recognition yes okay or yeah Ooh. yeah okay right
0: it's hard to be like who's going to fill this guy's shoes
1: yeah yeah how do you fill lewis hamilton shoes anyway okay yep number three <laughs> I also think Daniel Ricardo will leave McLaren. Where will he go? I don't know. I feel like there's so much young talent now, and especially in F2. I, I'm good. I see it hard for some of these vets to get seats again if they were to leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I think the Constructors' Championship will be Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull. Okay. I think yep. Red Bull's going to have a bit of a struggle with their new engine.
0: Hey, that's a good point to bring up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think
1: Sebastian's going to retire after this season. Very, very sad, but I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. I think Pierre is going to win a race. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Pierre so much. Nice. Very good. Yeah. I think Carlos is going to get more points than Charles in the driver's championship again. Okay. Um. I just love Carlos also. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Um, I think so. I have Alex going to Red Bull with a question mark. I could see that. And then I could see either Liam Lawson or um, Oscar Piastri getting a seat at Williams.
0: Oh.
1: Oh, okay. Because I think Oscar Piastri is the Alpine Mm -hmm. reserve driver. Yeah. And there's been a lot of Twitter talk on like, why doesn't Piastri have a seat in F1? So I think it will come um, again with Alex going to Red Bull. What's going to happen to Checo? Yeah, I, I think he could. I think he could also be out unless he goes to like an Aston Martin if um, Sebastian leaves. <laughs> It was
0: full circle. Do you I, think, I think he's like he's at the age where he could leave F1 just because of all the young age coming in, but I don't think he wants to.
1: No, I don't think people that retire are like, okay, yeah, I'm good to go. But people that just like don't have a seat, I think are still they want to get that the choice to be like, I want to end my F1 career,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. Um what do you think? Oh, if Danny Ricardo's leaving, Checo could maybe go to McLaren. You think? I don't know if this is
1: sound. that sounds so like off, but I just don't know if he fits the McLaren like energy. I don't maybe, know. I don't know.
0: But if it's a seat, it's like a, yeah. Checo's a good experienced guy, and he would probably cost the same yeah. as Danny. Yeah, but I
1: guess they could kind of pitch it as like he could because Lando's obviously coming up he could be um like how in Abu Dhabi how Checo defended Lewis mm-hmm. for Max it could just be like okay you're gonna play the same role for Lando
0: yeah and like teach him of your skills too and yeah
1: yeah okay my 10th prediction <laughs> is Lando's gonna get p3 in the driver's championship okay
0: nice yeah that's a good one
1: if he held p3 until the summer break yeah. and I said to everyone I know Lando after summer break his season's gonna go downhill because he got points in every single race leading up to it Mm -hmm. and I was like too much of a high something's gonna and then he came
0: back from summer break right yeah I think like maybe that's an experience thing right and like next year he'll know that like don't get too ahead of myself yeah
1: yeah, don't get too cocky, Lando. Exactly,
0: right. Even now, though he, he has a nice new girlfriend, hair. but we'll get to that.
1: <laughs> oh my God, we'll get to that.
0: We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's coming out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, You're Lando good. gets worked out here. Yeah, fair. <laughs> okay, I like it. So you think Lando will get P3 in drivers ahead of the Ferrari guys?
1: Yeah, and I think it'll be... I feel like with, because I said Red Bull will come P3 in the championship. I feel like Max will probably just get P2. It'll be like Lewis, Max, Lando.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair. Because
1: I think they're going to have to, everyone's going to have to adjust to the new Red Bull engine.
0: That's a very good point. Yes. Mm -hmm. And where do you think George will end up?
1: I would say like fourth or fifth. Okay. Okay it's that Mercedes engine is chef's kiss mm-hmm. but I'm interested to see if Lewis is still going to be Mercedes top driver like if it comes down to like a Lewis and Valtteri kind of let Lewis pass okay. I wonder if it'll be like George you have to let Lewis pass or to like help him get his last championship or if it will be lewis let george pass because now we're building our younger new roster
0: it could it like it could go either way i do think um i'm on the train of like they'll help lewis try and get his eight mm-hmm.
1: um
0: and if he can't get it this year they might pull the whole like okay well we're not going to be throwing yeah. george's points under the rug now. so
1: yeah i think toto is going to do Everything in his power to help Lewis this year because he feels so bad of what happened in Abu Dhabi.
0: Hmm. How long do you think Toto's going to stick around for?
1: I don't know. I feel like a good amount of time. Okay. Okay. You I think don't he's seem here going but...
0: any time. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I like. I almost. I only see him with Lewis, right? So I'm like, uh, what could he do if Lewis isn't there? isn't he
1: George's like manager too
0: yeah and like Esteban's too so I don't know
1: (laughs) yeah I also did you hear that Bose like pulled out as a sponsor for Red Bull or for Mercedes no yeah I I saw it on Twitter so again might not be credible but I saw it and it was like why Bose pulled out and it was just a compilation of (sighs) smack. oh my
0: god yeah Oh my god. Like yeah. No, they just like need to make more durable headphones for Toto.
1: Yeah, the Toto series. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. They're like industrial metal.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Oh (laughs) man.
1: Yeah. But I don't know what the vibe is gonna be for like Aston Martin and Alpine. Like they're such midfield, like they don't even like cross my mind half the time. I know. So, but I could see... I don't know. I don't know. I could see Seb, like, getting some points. Mm-hmm. Lance, I don't really know. I don't really care, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, and it's like, where was he this year? So is he going to do anything so tactically next year?
1: Exactly. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I think... Yeah, my I'm rooting this year for Pierre, Lando, nice. and Carlos.
0: Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it.
1: Yep. And I need to see, I don't want Lewis to retire this year, like the rumors. Because mm-hmm. I want to see him in real life in Montreal.
0: That's fair. That would be very cool.
1: Yeah. And my friend um who I bought tickets with, her mom has watched F1 forever like since she was little like bought a mercedes because lewis drives for mercedes
0: oh shit
1: so she her mom called me when we were buying tickets and she's like lewis 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 and now she sends me all these instagram pictures and i'm like oh my god you're so excited so if is she gonna go
0: too nice that's cute
1: (laughs) i know she's so excited she bought like mercedes merch she's like ready to go
0: that's so cute
1: i know and i'm looking at this right now my sister for christmas got me a little ornament and let me say it's not the right color but if lando ever went to ferrari look oh. at oh
0: i know oh. It's
1: four. i'm like look at that little guy
0: that is really cute
1: i know i'm like if lando ever moves to ferrari this is that yeah, really or cute.
0: they do like a weird partnership or something
1: yeah or I can paint it blue but yeah I'm like it's my little like Carlos you could you could
0: could do it okay that's a Carlando one yeah Yeah. just yeah it's like that that works that's really cute
1: romance put into an ornament
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: yeah yeah so that's my predictions that's my take on everything (laughs) okay
0: um we shall see how it goes and um, we'll get into the F1 updates, including like maybe predictions if Michael Messi keeps his job. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> okay, one more quick ad break though, you guys. Um, so this episode is get, of Get Checkered is brought to you by the Alberta Association of Optometrists. Proudly supporting, no, proudly celebrating a century of caring for Albertans. It happens. Many people don't call their optometrists first for urgent eye care when they need it. From spring cleaning mishaps to water eye infections, if you or your family have an eye emergency, doctors of optometry are trained to diagnose, treat, and prescribe medications. No referral necessary. And just a reminder, Alberta Health coverage is available towards your urgent eye care appointment. To find an optometrist in your area, visit optometrist.ab.ca. The Alberta Association of Optometrists represents almost 800 doctors of optometry in over 80 communities across the province. Members are highly trained, regulated health professionals who provide primary health care, eye health, and vision care to Albertans. So learn more at optometrist.ab.ca. Okay, so we're going to get into some F1 updates now.
1: (laughs) This is where the drama comes into play.
0: I know. We have a lot of notes on this, you guys. but I think the biggest one, Courtney, I want to talk to you about is... Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> he's still silent. It's been over a month. Um, and there's reports and rumors out there that he's waiting to make his call to just stay in F1 based on the FIA investigation into what happened at Abu Dhabi. But you heard maybe there's like they're changing that timeline.
1: <laughs> yeah, I read in some article that the FIA won't release their final article until lewis makes his decision so uh, it's i'm i can't like confirm that but that would be interesting as well because
0: i like trying to force lewis's hand to make a call
1: versus yeah. like he's
0: trying to force them to make a decision so he can make his call
1: yeah and i could honestly i can see where lewis is coming from because if i mean in my opinion what happened in Abu Dhabi wasn't fair I'm not saying that it was like tampered with or anything but I think there were things that could have been done to make it like have equal opportunities between Lewis and Max so I can see where Lewis is coming from because it I feel like that was probably the this is the lowest point in his entire career Mm
0: -hmm. and for a seven-time world champion like that's a lot yeah, no, exactly. And I think, like, what is going to have to come? I'm, I'm interested to know, like, what he wants to see in that investigation. Does he just want to see, like, accountability? Does he mm-hmm. want to see, like, what should have happened? Um, Does he want to see, like, what they're going to do to make sure that doesn't happen again? Probably a mix of all of those. But is there one, one thing that he just, like, he wants to see that, oh, I should have won. They should not have done that to let Max win or something. Yeah.
1: And I think all of the drivers are going to be interested to see what it is because I f- each one of those drivers, they, I feel like all they want after this is consistency with the rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Mercedes, I listened to a podcast uh, kind of just after the season ended um, that was like Mercedes tire strategy would have been completely different if they were to follow the FIA followed what was in the rule book like Lewis could have pitted in a different lap or something like they had, they could have had a completely different plan.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I I was like, yeah, that could completely throw off everything. So I think all of the drivers just want, are fighting for consistency.
0: Yeah. And like, honestly, I think it's expected from like a professional league to have consistency. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All I ask for in my job at a f- like gym is I'm like I just want consistency with the policy for memberships please.
0: <laughs> like tell me just tell me what it is once and then I'll remember it. But if you keep Literally. changing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like my old manager would just like be like, "Oh no, like you don't have to pay that fee." And I'm like, "Consistency." So, I think the drivers are (laughs) going to think,
0: oh, that's what they think too. Yeah. (laughs) Just yell in their helmet consistency, please. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. And like, it'd be beneficial for Max too for consistency. Um, Like, he can start driving knowing what's going to be called and what's not. So, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: good for everyone. Yeah. So, I think, I don't know. I think it'll be, I'm like, Waiting for this to come
0: out. I you know. I like because it, it's so interesting. Because I came into this episode of the podcast being like, um, FIA told us they're going to release it at Bahrain, mm-hmm. uh, so the first race of the 2022 season, and then Lewis is going to make his decision based on that. But here, what Courtney saying it's like, FIA is going to wait for Lewis to make his call. So who's actually like who's going to pull that chicken card first? yeah because they yeah. both made their stances clear on who they like they don't want to be the first one
1: yep and yeah what are you going to do wait until like if Lewis isn't saying anything until Bahrain is George going to be the only Mercedes like right
0: like hey. I wonder if Mercedes is thinking in the back of their mind like prep a reserve driver yeah yeah that first oh, race
1: 100% who do they who would be
0: is I it, think they have Nick DeVries do they oh, have yeah, Stoffel yeah, yeah, yeah. too like is it both of them Hold on, you guys. We have quick internet check.
1: Pause. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Because those two... Yeah, it is Stoffel and Nick DeVries. So they're the two that drive for FE Mercedes. Yeah. Which is interesting. So, yeah, maybe they call one of them up.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine, though, the first race? Lewis is, like...
0: So uh, so, so. I feel it? like that would just start on such a bad note. And then the whole, like, title championship... Isn't fair from the get go because,
1: yeah, oh. and that's where I think Lewis is like so hungry for this eighth, and just to like get
0: redemption, he's gonna like come in hard. Maybe, and I hope so. And Toto's gonna have something. to like keep, re- yeah. <laughs> like Max has the lion painted on there. Um, we're gonna need Lewis to put something more ferocious on top of like this a now
1: dragon. Now. <laughs> He's like
0: blowing
1: yes. fire <laughs> on the FIA headquarters next level
0: oh my god Lewis yeah. if you're listening that's exactly what you should do
1: <laughs> and uh be a guest one day
0: and be a guest please
1: <laughs> let us know your thoughts yes but um want gonna chime in we're here <laughs>
0: right um we can talk astrology it was his birthday not long ago it was Toto's birthday not long ago either um yeah okay oh, recording <laughs> season but um oh what else was i going to say on that like oh, completely am blanking <laughs> whatever yeah the thoughts gone is fine <laughs> um but okay so thoughts from the team do you think hamilton would actually retire um either before Bahrain or after hearing from this investigation who knows let's say come come april will we know if lewis is planning to retire and offer the season.
1: I, if he retires after the season, I think they'll announce it. Cause I think it'll get so much like races that still have tickets available. will be sold out like that. Cause yeah. everyone wants to see Lewis drive for the last time.
0: That's fair. That's fair. And do you think like he, he definitely is a like, athlete that understands his fan base and like really cares about them so I don't think it, it would take it, it would be like so unnatural almost for him to like quit at this point and not give people that chance yeah yeah um, to say bye so I really don't think he's going to be retiring but I think he's pulling a big card out to like make the FIA release that report and like have significant findings
1: yeah make the changes
0: yeah um but yeah i don't think he would retire yet he's hungry for that eighth, and he's really good to his fans so
1: yeah
0: okay yeah Yeah. so there's our thoughts on if he's actually going to retire we hope he does not so big i'm
1: gonna i'm not religious but i'm gonna say a prayer every
0: night (laughs) 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 i like it um (laughs) you guys will all join in courtney okay we're all going to be doing the prayer that lewis does not pull the trigger quite yet
1: yeah, we just say, "Come on, Lewis, get in
0: there, Lewis, and get in there, Lewis." Oh my God. Um, okay, we I did have another question listed, but we've already addressed this. So, like, what happens for Bahrain if Hamilton doesn't know the results? Does he race or leave it to reserve driver? We think he, if it comes to it, he would leave it to a reserve, but yeah, it that would not be ideal for a championship perspective. Yeah, Courtney, do you think Michael Massey will keep his job?
1: No. I think there has been so many discussions on who would replace him at this point. Like, there have been names thrown out that I think it's gone so far into thinking that he is
0: gone. Yeah. And I don't think like he's probably hearing all this. And would he want to stay in the job after hearing all that about him? Yeah. Like, no you
1: would want to lock yourself in a cave
0: yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes like the scrutiny and the hate and even from like drivers that support max and are like yeah max deserves the win they're all like but what you did is wrong right what do you
0: think um I don't think he will keep his current job I do think if they decide to change up the structure of racing director, um, because 23 races is a lot um, for one person really to kind of call the shots on all of them. I wonder if they'll be able to find a split of responsibility. If like that's going maybe against the whole consistency argument, but maybe they can follow the rules a bit better if they're not overwhelmed with yeah, three races, but um, I think that's the only way he would keep it is if it wasn't a full season again, just for him, because I think that would be, I think he knows it's probably too much. Um, but I do think also FIA should look at what can be done differently about that position in general.
1: Yeah, in the episode I did with Shanika, I think it was right after the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, we were talking about should. um team principals have access to the race director during the race and we said no what do you think on that
0: um I think if they do it just has to be a bit more formal like they are totally unprofessional in some of those Yeah. yeah and it's like that's the governing body like so in my old industry now um it's like you would never go to a governing body and talk like that if you didn't like how they made a policy or something. Right. Um, Yeah. and
1: Very buddy, buddy more than like, I'm the director.
0: I think, and I think that's the culture of F1. Right. And Mm -hmm. people love that about it, but I do think like it's been abused and we're seeing it being abused at this point. So.
1: Yeah. What would you say to like a filter system of like, there's a race director and then like, people below them that in in like let's talk about the case of um when they came on the radio and they were like we're gonna put max in second and red bull was like i just want to confirm that it's esteban in p1 and then it was that whole back and forth
0: oh yeah
1: that i think it would be more like race director tells A co-director or something to relay that message and only in that like confusion spot can the like race director jump in
0: yeah I
1: filtered system
0: I wonder if there's like a like yes I do think a filter system is good I wonder if more like more people just might add an opportunity for more miscommunication um but I think it's a good idea um because you could also try it with like maybe digitalize it somehow like um Michael Massey or one of his crew can like make a digital message that teams don't hear just once but they can like look at it oh yeah right like somehow push that out to the teams I I think that could be better because like maybe sometimes you just like miss a word or two and then that's miscommunication but
1: yeah
0: yeah like, yeah. almost
1: like in a race when you see, like, safety car come across the top of the screen.
0: hmm Yeah, I think, like, they can have that kind of communication with yeah. the teams as well, so.
1: And then, yeah, there's less room for.
0: Right, like, and, like, I also think, like, it's an opportunity for continuous improvement in the way that, like, they could keep a record of what's been transmitted between everyone. And yeah. they can kind of make sure, like, everything's been. They, they can review it after every race and something and be like, um, is it consistency like across the teams? How are we addressing their questions? Yeah. Um, and like the teams themselves can kind of keep track of like, well, we were told this um, and can yeah. file like appeals and complaints based on that. It's just a bit better of a record than I mean, like, it, like if it's spoken over radio, you could probably find transcripts, etc. Yeah. But like, that takes time. And like For you're still thinking you heard it this way, so
1: yeah, I support that a lot. I like that idea. frame mm-hmm. If I listen to us, yeah, but yeah, keep running the show
0: <laughs> pretty much, right? Although I don't want to be Michael Massey. I don't know who would want that role now, but no, I don't think he has the respect from the community to keep his job.
1: I agree. And I think yeah, that's a lot on anybody, no matter how like tough you think you are.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. like a
1: I wish I was famous and then I read some comments and I'm like someone's like your like lip is off center and I'm like what what and Kim Kardashian's like yeah screw you but I'm like oh
0: yeah no can't can't do a scrutiny like that but not the vibe no <laughs> um anything else though about this whole Abu Dhabi thing in Louis that mm. you have thoughts on I
1: I saw something um, on Twitter. It was all the Sky um, F1 reporters um, like Damon Hill, Johnny Herbert, Hubert, and two others. And they were talking about this race exactly as well and kind of the outcome. And the consensus was Max deserved to win, but it wasn't fair yeah and it was was like interesting to hear um their takes as well um I'll see if I can find that video and even if we put it in the description or something um it was just interesting to see and Johnny Herbert kept referring to Lewis as Sir Lewis Hamilton and I was like "Ooh, the respect
0: oh that's (laughs) good
1: yeah but yeah I don't have much more to say on that one how about you
0: okay yeah no me neither we'll see how it plays out we'll see if in the next week or so someone pulls the plug either F.I.A. or Lewis to make their decision <sighs> first but yeah I mean we still have like two months before Bahrain I know So we'll see crazy. How long the we first
1: race is on my sister's birthday and I was like yeah I'm busy <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry you can watch
1: with me though we'll just have like a yeah. fun
0: cake right
1: I'll be like, we can hang out on the Thursday. Nice. Celebrate on Sunday.
0: <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah, I'm like, sorry.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, yeah, the importance of F1. I like it. Right. Um. So another big, well, ish announcements that came out this month were the team principals at Aston Martin and Alpine had actually left. So we dug up some information. Um. So the Aston Martin team principal was Otmar Stoffenauer. Is that how you pronounce it? St- that sounds, you sounded very confident. Oh, and yeah. I, I mean, was... <laughs> we'll say that's it. So he's been there since 2009 when he was still forced to India, became mm-hmm. team principal in 2018. So it was a bit of a shocker, I guess, to the community um, that he left. Um, and they've just recently actually announced that a former BMW motorsport um head guy Mike Crack is in for this new year. So there there was a few plays on his name for that. <laughs> Mike Crack. But, um, right. I am I got some info from it was the Hindu.com and ESPN.com, but um this whole ASMR team principal thing and the Alpine thing, they were actually like um they thought it was going to be a swap, but I guess even in late 2021, so at the Sao Paulo GP, people were asking Omar about this and he's like, oh, that's just speculation. But it's just like, interesting. Yeah. People were caught on like earlier than we were. Yep. I know some people are like so in the know. Yeah. Interesting. So um, we, like we, we still have yet to hear if he's going to be with Alpine. They haven't announced, but um, we know who's coming in for SM Martin. So this crap guy has worked previously in Formula 1 with the Swiss-based Salber team in an engineering role, and he's actually worked with Sebastian Vettel before then. So um, Sebastian was the team's test driver, Crack was BMW Salber engineer. Um, so maybe, you know what, my conspiracy theory is like, because we always saw it said talking to Lawrence Stroll. Like mm-hmm. they look like they were like talking like businessmen yeah. <laughs> in the garage. Yeah. And so I'm like, do you think Seb had a role to play in bringing Kraken?
1: I think so. I think they, I think everyone in F1 has like the utmost respect for Sebastian. And um, Lawrence Stroll is a businessman at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't really think he has much of an F1 kind of background other than he invested in williams when lance was there he bought out um uh force india when when they had their financial issues like i think he's obviously the on the business side of it and he turned to sebastian for technical guidance yeah yeah and working seb working with him i think obviously um is a great reference <laughs> to go to right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Seb is the mind and Lawrence is the bank account.
0: Interesting. Okay, I like it. I think then, like thinking like that, Sebastian will stay on 2022 and see how it goes. And if the reorg is not as successful, mm-hmm. they might want to, like Lawrence will want to keep him around to, like, put more input, or he leaves and he becomes a senior advisor or something if they can arrange something like that.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. I think if Sebastian retires, I don't think he would leave the F1 community. Like how Prost was the advisor for Renault? Mm
0: -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. I think it would be like that. Um, But I also could see if Sebastian was to retire him taking a couple years off to like spend time with his family and then coming back. Yeah, Getting retirement time and then coming
0: back. I think Lawrence Stroll would try to convince him to do 90% family time, but 10%, what's your opinion on like doing this way, this blah, 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 yeah. and I'll pay you this yeah. amount of money for that. And that would be a pretty penny for 10%. right? <laughs> I wouldn't say no to something like that. So no. Um. yeah, we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, it'll be, what were your thoughts on Otmar to begin with?
0: He seemed like he was a very experienced in F1 Mm -hmm. um, guy. And I thought like lots of people valued his opinion. Um, But it did kind of like, when you think about how their performance was this year, it's like, obviously something wasn't right. Obviously a piece was not fitting.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. I think he's like in Drive to Survive. He had that kind of like sassy attitude. And I was like, oh, (laughs) like when all the teams were saying like the pink Mercedes when, um, force India launched that new car. Um, and he was just like, frankly, Zach Brand doesn't know what he's talking about. And I was like, (laughs) 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 I think he's like, yeah, it definitely has like the experience and the, the passion, but I also could see in that episode kind of the like stress when Lawrence Stroll bought um Force India of being like now that there's a new owner you always have to like prove like prove yourself over again like yeah you're mm-hmm. the team principal, but this guy might have different values or that kind of stuff so I could see it coming in a way at some point I think it's just the demand and with the team not performing well this year yeah because force india was like fourth in the constructors mm-hmm. in their last season
0: but they were because they literally took mercedes's design, yeah, and wrong. so i think like otmar i think was maybe behind that idea too like oh let's just cop it like from the best car um, yeah. and then like the whole company kind of got like shamed for doing that harassed um, yeah and then they come back and they try like their own thing again and they don't perform so yeah. I think those were like the two tests from Otmar and neither worked out for the team so I think
1: yeah I also think it's hard when you like launch basically a new team like this it was this, this was Aston Martin's first
0: yes yeah
1: like yeah, I don't think you can expect to be P2 in the drivers, right? Yeah. Or in the instructors.
0: I think, like, I feel like Lawrence Stroll is the kind of guy that would, though. Yeah. and He'd be like, my money Sebastian can buy us uh, the best car.
1: Yeah, and oh, now I have Sebastian Vettel on the team. Like, I yeah. expect a lot, yeah. which is, like, relax. Relax, please. Relax, sir. We're <laughs> yeah. going to
0: see him. He'll be at the home, home GP.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. We were looking when we were buying tickets. I was like, ooh, do we sit in the Lance Stroll like Grandstand? And I
0: was like, no. Is, is that actually what one of them is called? The Lance Stroll? Oh my God. Okay.
1: But there was no, okay. there's no big screen um, near there.
0: Oh, okay. So, so
1: yeah, realistically, if let's say there's 70 laps, I forget how many laps are in Montreal. I will see the cars for approximately... 70 seconds yes all life. together <laughs> so if I don't have like a big screen to watch like the other corners and stuff yeah
0: so, yeah that's fair <laughs> it'll okay. be like the best 70 seconds of your life though I swear oh I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that was that the guy um Alpine so mm-hmm. we still don't know who's coming in but they're he wasn't team principal, I guess. I was trying to understand this. He was called their executive director, um, Marcin Butkowski. So the like structure at Alpine this year was no team principal after they um, changed names from Renault. Like it was what's his name Cyrus Cyril. and then Cyril, and he um, he left, and no one really filled team principal. So is this Marcin? was the executive director and David Brivio is the racing director. And they both technically report to the CEO, um, Laurent Rossi. Um, and they were supposed to like kind of split the role of team principal. But um, I read that like the fact though, was that Marston just became like
1: the team principal
0: for the most part that we know yeah. of. Yeah. Like yeah. that's who we saw. And that's who we thought of as team principal. So um, I thought it was a pretty sudden announcement, but maybe that's just there was a lot going on behind the scenes and yeah. we just got the final end announcement, which is, yeah, that's fine. But um, previously we had known that like um, Mr. Budkowski was in aerodynamic roles at Frost, Ferrari, and McLaren. He was then head of aerodynamics with McLaren from 2022. He joined the FIA in 2014 and became the F1 technical director in 2017. Yeah, um, and then because like he didn't see a lot of room to progress further, he joined Renault in 2018. So it was, that was interesting to read because I'm like, F1 technical director, like... Do we have a Michael a, Massey replacement? right. <laughs> Or, like, someone to split that role with him? Like, is that the reason he's leaving? We don't know where he's going, but, like, he has the expertise. A hundred percent. So. And I
1: wonder, I wonder if that would pass for Lewis. Like, if they were, like, we're splitting the role to stress, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, how's, and then, like, maybe um, Michael Massey's directing this race but um marston can like review some of his calls and like you know return them if they're blatantly against we'll we'll see we don't know you guys and we don't know who's coming in for alpine alpine either Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we shall see um but yeah the 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 talk of the swap between team principals, um, lots of people online, I was reading, it would be like very beneficial for the Alpine team to have Otmar come in mm-hmm. um, just because of all his experience and stuff. But to go to Aston Martin, like you had an Otmar and to have this Mr. Bykowski come in with not as much team principal experience, it seemed like a bit of a downgrade. So now we know that second half of the transaction isn't happening. Yeah. But the first half could still maybe happen.
1: I imagine Cyril came back, though, to
0: Alpine. Oh, my God. I would love that. Didn't he get his tattoo? He got his tattoo this year, didn't he? He did. Nah. <laughs> it's like an abstract honey badger, right?
1: Yeah. So what I gathered from the Daniel Ricardo YouTube video <laughs> is it's the, the first, the top half of it is the Renault logo. Okay. And then an abstract honey badger, like in the middle of it.
0: Okay, <laughs> to yeah. each their own. <laughs> yeah. that's- uh... Damn, okay. I'm... Did Cyril design that or did Daniel? I think Cyril did.
1: Okay, Or okay. Or they sent it to the tattoo artist and were like- Do your thing. This is like my vibe. This is what I want to incorporate. What do you
0: got? Maybe maybe I won't yeah. bash it then. I won't bash, but it's just not something I would put on my body.
1: Yeah. And it's quite big. Yeah. And on the back of your calf.
0: Yeah. Well, all right, Whatever. Yeah. So that was a nice, <laughs> nice little tattoo. But um, yeah, if he comes back, he's permanently got to sign a McLaren or Renault on him, but as Danny works with McLaren now. Yeah. It goes um, back to
1: his French heritage it's fine
0: <laughs> um and then one last note i wanted to make was so if marcy doesn't go to oh, sorry it's so literally like six here and i'm yawning but whatever i don't know how you're doing it's like nine where you are yeah it's quarter after nine but um someone online was saying that it was on uh, the race.com post ashley someone is likely going to go to haas to replace Guga no yeah I was like that's an interesting term but it kind of makes sense because I think and the the argument was like um Masapin's dad was expecting so much more and like Gunther and the team just could not perform so because he held so much power he could maybe try and get Gunther out yikes that would be
1: interesting I also read somewhere um I forget where it was but like they were like I can see Gene Haas selling the team oh and then I wonder if it would be a stroll situation all over again with Nikita Maz like
0: that it it would be the Russian team
1: copy and paste situation of my dad's rich bought a team and I'm a driver That's also that's my eleventh
0: prediction. (laughs) Damn, that's a that's a bold one. I hope that kind of doesn't happen because then Nikita would literally always be an F one. And he gave himself a four out of five ranking for this past season, but he like to most of the world's opinion, he did not deserve that seat. He's not talented enough to be an F one.
1: Yeah, and I like I hate to say it, but it's such a my dad bought me a seat. Like, mm-hmm. my dad, like, Cash is king in F1 and this. And honestly, personal opinion, it's the same. And don't get me wrong, you have to have so much talent and skill to drive these cars. Mm-hmm. But I think it's like a Lance Stroll thing, too. Like,
0: he's nothing huge. He's not spectacular, no. Yeah. The only reason he keeps a seat is his dad. But yeah. he's a bit more deserving to keep his seat than even Latifi is like why do you get a seat when Oscar Piastri does not I and know
1: Nikita is from Toronto though. Nikita <laughs>
0: no. I know the um the, the Latifi one that's yeah. from Toronto yeah. yeah
1: yeah so I have to be like yeah
0: nah. do you I have, have to though do you you could you could like the Australian because everyone loves the Australians <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> right
1: yeah, my mom's um, co worker actually, her son used to do karting and um, did go karts with uh, Latifi. So,
0: hey, that's a cool story. Kind of
1: crazy. I was like, so she's like, she can't get you in. Don't yeah. worry. I asked. Like, yeah.
0: But like, yeah. you're literally what, like two, three degrees of separation from Latifi? Yeah. Nice.
1: Nice. I mean, I'm pretty, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's your fun fact story of parties now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 3 degrees away.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um,
1: but that's interesting. Do you think Gunther
0: deserves like should leave? Um, I don't because I think Gunther has actually a very good temperament for dealing with rookie drivers. Um, and like he understands the vision of the team and he like he he's actually like I think, a very patient person. Yeah. So I think he's good for both of them. Um, and he, like, he, he understands the politics of the team really well, I think. Um, now, if they brought in, say, if this Ural Klee buys out Haas and they bring in, like, a Russian team principal, mm-hmm. he would probably play nicer with the boss and the upper management, but they wouldn't even be as successful as they are now. Yeah yeah so, like there's I think,
1: always, I, there has to be a bad team <laughs> I hate to say it but like yeah there's maybe a team that's at the bottom
0: and I almost wonder if like Gunther might want to do things differently but maybe he gets overruled um so it's like I don't think Gunther is the reason for their failure it's just yeah. so I don't had- think there's reason he should get the boot but
1: yeah and like Haas is just like a pretty much a rookie team yeah they're- like Haas and Sauber were kind of like the teams that you see people kind of like get their start with right mm-hmm.
0: so and I think like if Haas wants to turn it around it's not a team principle really that you would change unless the team principal they had Otmar Otmar might have a bit more authority to try and change yeah. things but I think, like, that has to stem from up above him, so.
1: Yeah, and I think Otmar is, I mean, it could go either way. Like, I I think off the top of, like, the first thing that comes to my mind is Otmar's kind of, like, would be, like, no, I have too much experience to go to Haas.
0: It would be, like, almost embarrassing.
1: Yeah, but then imagine he goes to Haas and, like, rebuilds this team. How it around. much of, like, yeah, how that would kind of, like, boost your – your resume,
0: <laughs> right? He might want to try it just to be like a fu to Aston Martin.
1: Yeah, that would be interesting.
0: Yep. So we'll see. Maybe play. maybe Haas comes into play.
1: Yeah, that would be a move I think I would take if I was like ready to retire. As if I was a freaking team principal, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Last like couple years or something, I'd be like, let's
0: flip a team. Let's let's yeah, like a project.
1: Yeah, and then you're like, doesn't work. You're like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy
0: my villa on yeah, like, the Tuscany home. Shores.
1: I'll be in Monaco with...
0: Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. With little Lando Norris. <laughs> oh, my God. We're getting there. We're almost there. <laughs> we have one more thing we want to talk about before that, though. And yeah. it was a very interesting article. We saw that um, actually Turkish, Turkish racer... Oh, I did try pronouncing this name before, but CamerStem is um, (laughs) C-E-M, Boloch Basi. Um, He is actually going to be joining F2, but he goes from F1 eSports World. That's so crazy. uh, Right? He's he's jumping ship. Like, I guess um like we've read that he's done f he's raced in f3 before he raced this past year scored points in 13 out of 15 races he tested an f2 car at the end of last season actually in abu dhabi um but yeah he did his esports debut in 2017 he's been there for three seasons he won the 2020 formula renault esports series um so it's just like it's it's phenomenal because he's the first gamer to go from F1 Esports to the Formula One Feeder series. So That's wild. It's like, is this the start of like something new? A change? I don't know. Cause it's like, yeah, he's gonna show other people that it's possible to do that.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah, I feel like how I mean obviously the like formula one simulators are insane Mm -hmm. but you look at some of the setups that the f1 drivers have at home for like e-racing or i-racing and like at home racing and those setups are insane Mm -hmm. and i feel like esports is such a huge industry now and has got recognition and has formula one teams like sponsoring them now that i'm sure their setup at home is just as crazy Mm-hmm. It really shows like your talent, you, the talent you do have, right?
0: It's like it's kind of remarkable because I didn't think they were interchangeable talents. Really, like yeah. to see something on video game is usually never equivalent to doing it in real life. Yeah, no matter how good the game is, but it's like, and like you, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like esports is becoming huge, and people watch it like
1: they more like and more.
0: Sh- yeah. The
1: 24-hour virtual race
0: happened last night and really? it was streamed on youtube yeah you see that's wild that introduces like so many people to that sport and like just to know that like you can get people into that sport and then they can still make their way into the real f1 it's like huh okay it's
1: so crazy and like it just gives like even kids that like dream to be in formula one like it's kind of i mean formula like like we said, cash is king in F1 and it's mm-hmm. how expensive it is to get there. That it's like maybe these kids that don't have the financial support to start in like go karts and go to do all these European races and stuff. Or like, like aren't it. in the places that do that. Yeah, like if they have the ability to grow their esports abilities and even um I'm sure a lot of them would like stream on Twitch that kind of stuff, get sponsors there and get that traction and that following
0: mm-hmm. and like crazy. get their own sponsors that could take them into the real realm yeah um so actually this um turkish racer, he is going to be backed by several big turkish companies and state agencies um so it seems like it's a very nationalistic kind of sponsorship for him but yeah it honestly it could have come from well he him being the winner in one of these um e series and stuff so but like he got the recognition there and can get sponsorship then from that from there to go into f1 like it is creating a new opportunity for people to get in which is yeah exciting
1: you better start his neck training now
0: oh my god i know <laughs> right
1: hmm. my friend and i um it was so funny one day at work we were at the front desk, like bored. And we had mini bands, like resistance band. And I oh was like, oh my God. My <laughs> oh
0: my God. Neck was so sore. Oh my God. Kate, next time you do that, Courtney, you get it on video and I it's know. on the socials.
1: As it happened, I was like, a, this would be such good content, <laughs> but I was like, also
0: so embarrassed. Like, uh. like, <laughs> well, if Daniel Ricardo can post videos of like the band around his head and like someone's in front of him and he's just going like this, we yeah. can post anything.
1: Or he's singing, like, no, 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 no. He really
0: is a man that like does not care what you think about him. And I love that about him.
1: Yeah. I need to embrace Daniel Ricardo in 2020.
0: Be- yeah. Be a Daniel Ricardo. I'm going to put him on my vision board. Yeah, girl. Do you have a scorpion on your shirt? Because you're a Scorpio. Yeah. Hey, girl. Very good repping.
1: I was <laughs> yes, such an astrology girl, so. I love I, it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I also
1: have um, my constellation tattooed behind my ear. Hey,
0: cool. That's nice.
1: Yeah. Very good. Okay. Are we moving on to the topic of my life?
0: Yes. My yes. It's like it's such a small thing in reality it was one instagram post but it set our worlds on fire
1: (laughs) i know and it just
0: like okay so lando has a girlfriend is what we're talking like officially like posted her on the socials and he's like my little what did he say my little sunshine sunshine." my sunshine
1: Ah! and carlos commented it's official (laughs) right like
0: carlos like it's so obviously this has been going on for a while and it's yeah. just like it's not yeah. the officials. Instagram. so yeah
1: like my heart I'm so so happy but so so sad because I love him but I had this feeling when when they were on summer break and there was like pictures like Lando was seen hugging some girl I was like oh he's got a girlfriend do you think that was her Oh yeah. I'm like, it's been oh, confirmed. I'm pretty
0: sure it's been, so it's been months they've been hanging out
1: since August. Damn. Yeah. Almost a full year. And I saw, I saw something on Twitter and it was like Lando's friends are need to be awarded. Like Kylie Jenner's friends who kept her pregnancy. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a bit dramatic. But... Oh
0: my God. But it's like, it's the F1 version of that cream.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, And there were all these like little hints that they were together, but he didn't follow her on
0: Instagram until he posted the picture. Okay. So is that kind of like a fuck boy move? Yes.
1: (laughs) Or is it, I'm going to protect her as much as I can until we're both ready to go public.
0: Would people really? Okay. So I say this as a completely oblivious, not famous person. Would people really notice if you follow one person?
1: Oh, Lando Norris like Twitter is so toxic oh no yeah oh it's God. like embarrassing like people need to grow up and Lando granted, follows 213 people mm-hmm. that's actually not a lot no and they're all like family and friends and then like
0: other drivers <laughs> interesting
1: yeah but Um, so yeah, they, he was spotted with her and when they were in Croatia on summer break and then he denied having a girlfriend in like interviews after all those things came out. Um, but it was in an interview and they were like, do you have a girlfriend? Like, do you do this blah, blah, blah. And his answer was, I don't, I don't know. And people took it as like, I don't know. I don't have a girlfriend. But then they were also like, did he say it? Like, I don't know
0: what we are (laughs)
1: yeah and it was so funny but then he was also spotted in portugal and she it was her birthday there was pictures of like them at a restaurant and then this winter festival in london um lando posted a picture with him and max Futrell. i don't know if that's how you pronounce his name um and then lucia i think that's how you pronounce her name posted a picture with the same stuffed animals like by herself and everyone was like okay oh okay yeah I got and you. she was posting like her Instagram stories I followed this account called f1 gossip just so I can keep up with
0: it. <laughs> it's an account called f1 gossip there's like plenty. oh my god
1: yeah but it's good because I hear a lot of like kind of like news from these accounts most of it's like drama like stupid stuff but there's been I need some to follow this. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> it's so good. Um, that she would post stories and like in her, the reflection of her sunglasses, you could see, like, people were like, that's the roof of this part of this tracks garage. And I'm like, Oh my God, people have way really too much. Time wow.
0: People are crazy.
1: People are psycho, but yeah, when he, came, when it was like fully announced, so he announced this The day I woke up with COVID. No, oh no. (laughs) Knock me down a little bit. What a day. Oh no. (laughs) So very happy for him though. I'm not gonna talk again.
0: No, we hope he's happy. We hope she's happy. And I hope they like
1: can handle this like scrutiny, right? The hate, because you know it comes.
0: Yeah, like, there's a lot of toxic Lando fans, specifically.
1: Yeah, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, being in her position.
0: It would be scary. Like, you bring up a good point. Like, you probably tried to protect her for as long as you can.
1: Yeah, because I feel like it's your first girlfriend. You're now uber famous.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you don't want anything to really ruin it.
0: And, like, you know they have, like, a huge female following that, like, have scrutinized you just being seen with a girl
1: yeah, in exactly. August. Yeah, so very happy for him. I hope they
0: are happy. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll probably see her in some of those pictures from the paddocks. And I know, that's what up. I'm
1: excited for is like Kim Ilman's paddock pictures with her.
0: Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> Pierre's girlfriend made her debut in, I think it was like the last couple, like maybe the last three races of this season. She's also stunning.
0: Like all of them.
1: <laughs> I'm going to Google how to become an F1 wag.
0: Ah, yes. How how can I be like, beautiful like this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Workout routine. <laughs> oh, my God, actually. Yeah. But. So happy for them.
0: Yep. I, boy think Lando. Happy. <laughs> I think Carlos is just like, hilarious. oh, it's official now. And it's like, <laughs> Carlos, you knew something then. Do we think he was the first to know oh, I think uh, I totally think they still have such a promise where Lando was probably texting Carlos to be like "Yeah, I'm, like I really like this girl but I don't want anything to happen like how do I go about like yeah a relationship or social like media world
1: yeah or even being like oh my god I'm texting this girl
0: <laughs> what do I say <laughs> yeah. Lando's still only 22 right his full brain's not developed oh no and it's his first
1: girlfriend it's probably like taking screenshots of his chat like how I do with my friends how do oh I reply god. oh my god pretty
0: much and he like lives on his own now Monaco he's got his own place oh he's yes. growing up so fast
1: right before our eyes
0: yeah yeah <laughs> but I was like looking at her Instagram and she's the same age I think she's 22 she's born in 1999 I know I yeah like, oh <laughs> so little. <laughs> shit Okay, that makes me feel sold, right?
1: I'm like, there's not that much of an age gap, but it's enough to like feel
0: it. Yeah, as soon as we see like a 99, like you're born in 99 or 2000, you're a baby, you're just to yeah. be a baby. Someone at work said he was
1: like, Yeah, like 2001, and I was like, 2000 and. <gasps> <laughs> you need Golden white, 2 k Yeah, what the heck?
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. funny. That's wild.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Landis living his best life, and yes, Charles, then
0: this way. Yeah, Charles. Okay, yes. <laughs> Very good segue because Charles literally started off like the winter vacation in like Mexico.
1: First of Mexico all, started, started the end of the season with COVID.
0: True, yes, yes.
1: Then ended up in Mexico.
0: <laughs> Did he spend enough time in isolation before going to Mexico? I don't think so. No, it kind of seemed very soon after.
1: Yeah, like I remember me re- reading Carlos Le- or Charles Leclerc tested positive. And then I went on Instagram and he's like scuba diving in Mexico. Oh, yeah. That's not good. That's a little suspicious.
0: Well little sus. Yeah. yeah. So he starts off with that. And then literally this past week, we see he has pictures up on Instagram. Ice climbing and the, do- is it Dolomites or Dolomites? Uh, the Italian do- mountain Dolomites, am- yes. Yeah. So literally ice climbing. I'm like, damn, man, yeah. that's actually intense.
1: <laughs> He's an extreme
0: athlete. I, did, I didn't think he, yeah. Like I, I it's terrible to see, but these guys drive cars. I don't foresee them ice climbing.
1: I would also like expect that to be in like a contract. <laughs> don't do any like,
0: like too dangerous sports we maybe. need you functional yeah. for the season that's fair yeah right maybe because he, he, like, he's ferrari's golden child maybe they're like you do whatever you want to do honey we support maybe. you
1: <laughs> you go do you yeah, carlos yeah. In the
0: back, like carlos <laughs> you have to go to the swimming pool and yeah. practice <laughs> yeah he's doing laps like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but yeah sure. looking at yeah
1: getting in shape ready to go Girl.
0: But,
1: uh, yeah gotta get that p2 in the driver in the I know I know yeah so good for Charles yeah I would love to be in Mexico oh
0: my god I, know. I like no lie I've been looking at where I can go for reading break Mexico is high on the list
1: I wanted to go to London for my reading week but I just don't it's I don't want to take the risk of not getting my test results back and having to pay like six hundred dollars at the airport.
0: Ah, uh, you know, I think you can buy like to go PCR tests that you do on your own. Oh, I think so because I know like when I was in Hawaii, um, to the people we were with, like brought their own tests and they did them themselves and they counted as legit tests. It was only forty dollars too, I think, for those
1: interesting I have Uh, rapid tests but
0: yeah I'll try and find out more information I'll let you know
1: but yeah Mexico would be
0: Mexico would be so nice mind you you're in the deep freeze I'm literally not even that cold but
1: yeah I yeah you're in the no
0: biggies (laughs) (laughs) Vancouver is insane I I don't understand how it's a Canadian city but regardless I digress yep um maybe just the last thing we've been seeing is valter he's been having a great time in australia yeah yeah yep uh great uh, all. damn yes yeah, he he let us see everything <laughs> everything he posted
1: um i guess it might have been on his story he's like mid cartwheel in the nude just everything little, hanging out yeah yeah with a little emoji covering the sensitive parts <laughs>
0: and but of course so it's on your story but it's temporary yeah. for you but people screenshotted that it was on the wtf1 instagram post
1: yeah did you also see the tiktok where he was like in his boxers on the mercedes tiktok oh no. my goodness oh my goodness i'll see if i can find it and, well, send it and it's
0: in. like Valter is naked in the like steam room in finland
1: in right Dungeons so it's are. like
0: Wow, this man just, he doesn't give a shit, but he shows you. He's body positive, and I'm here it's for Not a for bad it. thing. Not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, oh let Lord. me
1: find this one. But, I mean, I guess they're all living their best life. Right?
0: Oh, whoa. What?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's kind of horrifying. I know. Yeah. How did he get the okay to post that?
1: The caption is uh Happy New Year from the TikTok king, Baltri Botas, over and out <laughs> with a little like jazz guy emoji. Yeah. The comments I what a character. Dot, 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 am speechless. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, that is very appropriate. Yes.
1: Someone also commented there is a time to delete. <laughs>
0: Or like um it's like 11 p.m tonight okay I'm too much TikToker today
1: yeah well, we're done here yeah yeah so I mean know who I haven't seen a lot of actually because everyone seems to be living their best life in in this break um George was on vacation with his girlfriend but mm-hmm. Daniel Ricardo I haven't seen much of him except he is back in Australia and he got to see his nephew for the first time in two years
0: yeah and they posted those cute little selfies together yeah so, yeah i think i haven't heard much from him but i think he's just enjoying family time
1: yeah yeah which i mean is to be expected Fair. when because i feel like it's canada that's locked down again
0: and everywhere yeah. else, like the world i think is- like i've heard that in australia right now the eastern coast is like a hot spot oh um, but he's from perth west coast is not as bad so maybe he's just like I don't want to leave yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did see, though, I think they, they did have to quarantine for 14 days when they got back to Australia. But other than that, they're good to go. Okay. So Because so, he, he owns a
0: place in Monaco, too, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah. I bet that that's where his paychecks go, too. So a... he
0: saves that money. Yes, save a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I need to move to Monaco just as, like, a savings yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're students. We need savings benefits. Yes. Literally. Yes. <laughs> draw down But um, yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of everything we have for this episode. Yeah. I think so. Um, the yeah. hot takes. <laughs> the hot takes. We call this one, you guys. This episode is new year. Hot takes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. Yes. <laughs> So we'll come at you again next week. We're going to do another episode and see what updates we have on everything. Um, Maybe we'll have a
1: Louis update.
0: Maybe. Hopefully we might do. I'm thinking because next week is going to be beginning of Aquarius season. Mm -hmm. Um, And our lone Aquarius is Georgie Russell. So it might be a good opportunity. We could just learn more about him. Yeah. see how he's doing at Mercedes. So. Keep an eye out, you guys. an ear. Ear and eyes. Ear and eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's everything for today, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we'll catch up. Uh, Stay checkered, amigos. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay. How do I stop
1: the recording?